Welcome to this Watch Live. Hi, I'm Lydia Winters. And I'm Vu Bui. And today we are going to talk about our favorite watches under a thousand. A thousand dollars, a thousand euro, a thousand pounds, you know, so ish. Under a thousand. Lucy Goosey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Have I been pulled into the Lucy Goosey of definitely. non-definitive lists? Yes. But also in in the spirit of non-definitive lists, I would like to say it's some of our favorites. Yeah. I always get so nervous when you say when anyone is like, what, what is you your favorite? Something? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, this is it's the like if, list. It's like if you're accepting an award and you're like, oh, I have to thank everyone and you forget someone. Did you do that? No, I've never had an award. Oh, okay. But you it know? could happen. Well, no. When I was uh, like, I think three or four years old, I won a beauty pageant. Oh. Yeah, never I, again. Wait, I won a beauty pageant. <laughs> I peaked at three years old. I, I peaked at like two. I wait, won a really? beauty pageant and then never beauty from there. <laughs> We are far past our we are prime. Far pa- our prime was very, very er- toddler yeah, we, we age. Peaked young, but hey, but now we have a watch podcast. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, moving up in the world. So, okay, all of my picks are watches that either, well, one of them I do own, but the others I, I want to own. Mm-hmm. Like, they are on my list. I've looked at them many times. It's just... Especially in this price category, it can be hard to see the watches before you buy. Yeah, that's very true. A lot of micro brands mm-hmm. and just a lot of or limited editions. Yes. And that does make it a lot harder because I'm definitely a seer before buyer. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, because you also, the, the few watches you have bought sight unseen, you ended up not wanting anymore. Yeah, very yeah. true. Yeah, you really need to try them before you buy them. Yeah, we're we're really going downhill from favorites to like Lydia gets rid of stuff. <laughs> okay, so back back to the favorites. The first one I'm gonna go first. Okay, and it's a really simple one because yeah. I've mentioned it oh, like five times yeah. on this podcast already. It is the Hamilton Khaki Field Murph 38. I'm not yes. gonna go into detail because I've talked about this watch so much, but it is so good, and I really for the price I. I out of the watches I've seen, it's just my favorite by far for that price. Yeah, you love that watch so much. I do. <laughs> it's so good. And it, part of it, of course, is the movie. But I think the watch is great as well. But we can we can move on because I can't just keep talking about this one watch over and over. No, every, but every that is the watch you have in your personal collection. Yes, I okay. bought it. Then I'll do my personal collection watch that mm-hmm. I really love, which is the Seiko 5. Mm-hmm. which is a watch that I had seen a lot online, heard yeah. a lot of people talk about. And then when they they did a collaboration with Eric Wind and Rowing Blazers, and I really liked the rally dial. I thought it was just super cool, especially that you have a watch that's around $500 with yeah. a day date. I uh-huh. was like, that's so cool. Yeah. It's really fun to see both. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a pain to set sometimes, but yeah. it is fun to see them. And I like the style of it. It just feels very retro. It's a it's a chonky baby for me. Like it it's is. a chonky little watch, but I was really impressed with how robust it feels. Mm. And what I like about so then I'll say one of my favorites is just the Seiko 5s. Because I do think it's really fun that they're like when you get into this sort of this price range where there's lots of collaborations uh-huh. and they can do limited editions, yeah. but it is bigger companies. So Seiko, I'll mm-hmm. talk a bit about Timex collaborations later. But it it it's really nice that if you have an interest, you might be able to find a watch that like either fits that exact look that yeah. you want. 
and then it's limited. I don't know. I, I just I really limited. enjoy that. Yeah. We're going to have to do a limited edition episode. Yeah, there's a lot of different opinions on that. But in this case, it's really fun to have something that's limited. And I think this is an awesome watch. I've mm-hmm. worn it. Mountain biking, yeah. swimming. It came with the bracelet and uh, and another mm-hmm. NATO, NATO strap, strap that's yeah. like a, a, a mint green. Yeah, it's a cool color. Although I will say for a chonky watch like that. The Take NATO is. The NATO. I know it's, it, it it's raises like it extra so much chonky. more. Yeah. Hey, if I go chonky watch, I go all, all in. Chunk. I want to just put it on a NATO and make it the biggest watch ever on my okay. wrist. For my next watch, I have a company that I only heard about recently, mm. and I think most people have not heard about them. They're a very small brand, as far as I can tell. I've only found one uh, company that sells their watches. Okay. Right. Because they don't even have a website. Mm-hmm. When you go to their website, it's like, uh, this is under construction. Go to my Instagram. Cool. It's called. That's me, too. As a person. <laughs> Just go to my Instagram. Just go to my Instagram. <laughs> it's called 47 Zero. Mm-hmm. And with this, it's all about the dials. They do these beautiful engraved dials. And they're all like the 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 person who, who creates these, their design sensibility is all about asymmetry. Ooh. Or at least that's what it seems like to me. Cool. Yeah. So most styles are asymmetric. My favorite one is called the big three, mm-hmm. and it has this gigantic three on the right side of the dial. Hmm. It's weird they named it that. Right. No. Big three. <laughs> and they also do some of them are open work, so it's partially skeletonized. And I just think they are such beautiful watches. This is one like really at the top of my list. I want one. But I also would love to see it first. So yeah. I'm hoping like maybe can make that happen. You know, they do go to shows. Mm-hmm. That, that's one of the things about a lot of the smaller brands is they do typically go to shows or at least send watches to certain places. Like sometimes a retailer, even if they don't sell their watches, they sometimes hold a few pieces so they can show it to people, which I think is really cool. Um, but with 47 I cannot wait to see them in person. I probably will buy one of these. Yeah, it's really, it's a really beautiful watch. I will say that not that many people come up to Scandinavia <laughs> for watch shows. <laughs> That's that is true. So come we're in the summer to, and visit us. <laughs> we're gonna have to go south, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably, we're gonna have to go south. Okay, so I'm gonna go with another one, two that are in your collection, but I wear quite a bit, mm-hmm. which is like some of the only watches we share. Yeah. Or not even share. We, wait, I guess wait, I steal. I steal watches. them occasionally. Yeah, yeah. But it is. Two Timex collaborations mm-hmm. based on the Camper model, which yep. is really nice because it's, it's 36 millimeter. millimeter slim case. Like it's pretty perfect for me. Also fixed lugs. Like yeah, the it's FXD. super, yeah. super great. And you have one that I bought for you as a present, which is a Nigel Caborn field watch yes. collaboration. Nigel Caborn is a, a UK designer. Really cool, like old military fashion. Mm-hmm. And then one that I found for you, but made you buy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yes. Uh, engineered garments times garments times beams. Redid the camper in a really this one. I cannot read it, but I just wear it because I like it. No, it's not the most <laughs> legible watch. So the the dial is is reversed. It's mirrored. Yes. It's backwards. And yeah. That make I mean, if you held it in a mirror. You could read it just fine, although the time would be wrong. Mm, yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not for telling the time. 
it is for just visual enjoyment. I do wear it when I'm gardening because I feel that that is not <laughs> it, like it, when I when I'm planting things, there shouldn't be a time limit on it. So that. then I wear this watch that you I can't even watch. tell what time it yeah. is. So I have something on my wrist. and I'm like, I don't know what time it is, but that's I perfect. Like that it's kind of symbolic yeah. of what I'm doing. Ooh. Yeah, but what I, what I wanted to say about Timex, they do tons of cool limited edition yeah. watches. They've done some with uh, Sukun Sukun, the, mm -hmm. you know, a really adorable, I think they still have a few of the little penguin Arctic ones oh. available. Just fun stuff. And I like the idea of, you know, you could, if you wanted to buy multiple watches mm -hmm. to wear for different things, you could kind of expand in these like small collabs that feel really fun. Yeah. Okay. My next one, Nevada Gruncheon, mm -hmm. a brand that was recently brought back to life. Cool. And a lot of people talk about the Antarctic, Raised which is this, from the dead. <laughs> this little 35 millimeter exploring watch. Mm -hmm. I love that one. But today I want to talk about the Depth Master. Mm. And it's got a Pac Man dial. They call it the Pac Man okay. dial. Okay. And I don't know what that is. No. So it was released a long time ago, but the way. Th this kind of like Art Deco style numerals looked like little Pac-Mans. Oh, they so do. So it got the nickname Pac-Man. It's not a collab no. with Pac-Man or anything like that. But it's um, it's a thousand meter water resistant watch. And it, and it was, the original was. And I just think it's this little chunky baby, 13 millimeters thick. It's only a 39 millimeter case, but it's this cushion case. And I just think it's a very unique looking watch. And that's one of the things I think about, even with 47.0, like under a thousand monetary values, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I do think that's a space for some people, for me at least, I, that I can play a little and have fun. Mm -hmm. And so in that space, I want to find fun watches that, yeah. that, that maybe... If if it was in a different price category, it'd be harder for me to commit to. But when it's under a thousand, I'm like, okay, I can buy this for the fun. And yeah, I that mean, feels each, okay to me. each of the watches that we have in our collection, you have one, ba you know, you have the Murph based on a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cathedral hands. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. your typical style at all. No. I have a, a rally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A You're rally not exactly diver. A no, I'm definitely not a racer. And then the two Timex, which are very, you know, one like you 36 millimeters, one I can't read. So it is, yeah, it's fun to kind of, you can explore a bit in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, and whatever price category you're in, there, there's probably a, a price range where you can just have a little more fun. A little, and yeah. This, this is, is a little that more category fun range. for me. Mm -hmm. What else do you What else do you want to share? The last one is actually one that I have not seen in person. Okay. But it is the Bolivar Jetstar, Ooh, and this yeah. interest started because they did a really cool collaboration that I've talked about before with Complecto, mm -hmm. which is an amazing organization out of New York, really trying to get more people into watches, yeah. especially underrepresented minorities mm -hmm. and just more voices. And so I love. I thought the the limited edition Jetstar they did was so cool. So really then I just nice. started looking at the Jetstar. This also like compacted by going to visit my family in Florida mm -hmm. and my dad was showing me some of his old watches and a lot of them he has two cool Bulova and one he wore for his wedding 
Well, really? To to my mom. Uh, for their wedding. My parents' wait. wedding. I don't know why I said for his wedding. Sorry, How mom. I'm sorry, weddings? mom. The, <laughs> my parents' wedding. It was my yeah. parents' wedding photo. What other wedding would you be talking about? But my about? dad's watch. <laughs> they wore it to a random wedding. Very, no, very sorry. special day. It's a really nice photo of yeah. my dad and mom. And he, they're like, they're just eat, you know, have just cut the cake. And you can really see this tiny mm. boulevard that he you has know, on. And your so dad it got has me a into history it. of posing well with watches. Yeah, he's a really good watch poser. Well, yeah. I'll, I need to get tips from him next yeah, time I'm home. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I, I love that model. I think it's beautiful. And that collab was really, mm-hmm. really beautifully done. Um, I have. A watch that's a little more of an everyday style watch. Okay. This is not the wild, fun mm-hmm. Pac-Man dial style that's okay. watch. Now, there's a brand called Serica out of France that a lot of people have been into, but they, they they made this great GMT and this diver, and I really like those. But the one that has really called for me mm-hmm. has been their 6190. It is a field watch. And they recently did a really cool update where they thinned out the case a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now they've uh, Cosk certified all of their watches. That's really amazing. And under a thousand Cosk certified, that's pretty cool. So uh, it's a really compact case. It's like 37.7 millimeters, short lug to lug distance. It looks like it'll be very comfortable. And it comes on this bond clip bracelet, which I really like. I can't wait to see one in person. I think the California dial, because they have three different dial variations. You always pick California dial, though. Well, I I am from California. (laughs) Yeah, so you always pick California dial. (laughs) Although when I lived in California, I don't think I'd ever seen a California dial. Probably not. No, probably not. But (laughs) I love the California dial, and this one looks really cool. It's very simple, very field watchy, and I just think it's a great little watch. Yeah, I really like it. Last pick. Last one. I really okay. like this one. I might. I was like, okay, I. You might buy it so unseen. This one. No, probably not, because <laughs> I always get burned. <laughs> okay, Ferrer makes a watch that I have been obsessed with since I first saw it. It's called the Durham, and which is named after Mary Edith Durham. She was a British explorer and artist, anthropologist, um, and like. I think this watch is just so beautiful. It has very salmon dial. It's also a sector dial. I love sector dials. It also has dials. Roman numerals. It also has a small seconds. Uh, it has a lot of things, dial. but the design language, they really worked it all very well together. Yeah. No, it has all those things, but it, 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 it really meshes well together. And it's a hand-wound movement. Mm. And I will say the movement is beautiful, especially yeah. for the price point. It's really nice-looking movement. I cannot wait to see this watch. I believe I will get one. Mm. Or, or we could share one since you love it too. Ooh, interesting. Maybe. We always talk about maybe someday we'll share a watch. Maybe I'll have you get it, then I'll get to try it, then I'll get to decide. And then you could wear it gardening? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's too pretty. <laughs> it is really beautiful. We would love to hear recommendations from you all about what sub $1,000 or euro or pound watches are your favorites. I already know which one we're going to get in big trouble for not mentioning. Uh Uh-oh. PRX. Tissot PRX. Oh, yeah. But it was our favorite. So if that's yours, put it in the comments. Exactly. (laughs) Have a great day. Have a wonderful day, everyone. And we'll see you tomorrow.